Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It's March 1st, 2023. This is the list and your boy. We're here every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern on YouTube.com slash Fightful and a plethora of other platforms. I'll do a few plugs later on, but if you are here on YouTube.com slash Fightful, you're getting unmatched coverage right now, live post shows every single night. You've got almost daily news shows, and now, thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful, almost daily interviews as well. We've had like five or six that are dropping per week, thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. But they're bringing us this show right here, and we got Jimmy. Jimmy, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean Rossap. Uh, are the Toronto Maple Leafs still your supposed new favorite hockey team? Yes. Have you been following them at all? Very barely, like like just a little bit. I feel like if if I got to expense a trip to Toronto, it'd be a little bit easier to follow the team, Jimmy. I think I'd need a part time job just to cover the tickets if you came for a game. Probably. probably. But, uh, no, they're wheeling and dealing like crazy. Like anybody that's following hockey, the Leafs are all in. They're wheeling and dealing. And so uh, I was wondering, you know, since they're supposedly your team, they're looking good. They've been making a lot of uh, deadline deals. I've been seeing that. And I mean, they've been performing well also. Mm -hmm. So that makes me happy. And yeah, I'm actually, I'm coming up to Canada for the impact show just to, to visit friends and, and to take in the show. But I, I don't think that a Maple Leafs game is going to be on the docket there. When is that? Uh, it's in mid-April. It's a few weeks after WrestleMania. Okay, the season ends, I believe, the end of April. So uh, be, maybe, which, maybe. Yeah, like depending on when I come in, like maybe yeah. there's some like end of season. You know, they're they're, they're very clearly in the playoffs, so maybe oh, tickets yeah. will be down. I'll take a look at it and I'll see like when, how long my trip is and all that stuff. We'll coordinate. If uh, they're in town, I'll tell you what. If they're in town, I'll take you to a game. Ooh, well now I'm gonna look. Now I'm gonna yeah. look at the Maple Leaf schedule. Have you ever been to a to an NHL game before? I've never been to an NHL game. Um, okay. Years ago, when I was a child, Lexington had a minor league hockey team, and it was the uh, Lexington Thoroughblades. And they were like, I still love their merch. I have their shirts and stuff like that. They played at Rep Arena. Uh, the the mascot was a horse on ice skates. It was great. It was phenomenal. I'm going to show you their logo. Like it was, it was pretty badass. I Did they fold? Was, yeah, they folded. Uh, they yeah. were they were an affiliate of the San Jose Sharks. Really, they were one of the yeah. minor league affiliates of the Sharks. Really, yeah. From '96 to 2001, I okay. see. But like, I I was able to find like a retro jersey in Indianapolis of all things for my wife, and I I flipped out. I loved it. I bought it immediately. But like, cool. They, I think Gretzky played in Indiana. I believe. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky in the minors. I think he played for Indiana There's, for a while. Oh, that's that's a legends concept. Let me find the Thoroughblades concept here. Like, I liked it. It was like purple and teal colors. It was so '90s, but like now that stuff works really, really well. Here we go. Look at that. Yeah, definitely the Sharks. Yeah, you can see that. I Very love cool. it, man. That's cool. Like, I absolutely cool. loved it. But um, it was a lot of fun. It's one of those things where you don't realize how much you enjoy it until you see it live. And then like soccer was like that for me too. I was like, ah, boring. Then I went to watch my friend who's, who was a D one star uh, play 
for our school and it was it was amazing it was a great experience well the leafs the leafs games are very corporate because the seats are so expensive that it, yeah but it's you know what it's still cool to go every now and then so uh yeah look it up if if when you're here they're in town i will get tickets for Ooh. okay let's see okay that's march damn it nope the season ends literal days before jimmy <laughs> unfortunate maybe the first run of the playoff sean russell maybe maybe i'll take a look at it but yeah i should i should be in toronto uh mid-april or something like that well we'll see how it goes uh impact said we are not doing on-site interviews and i said don't you know who i am don't don't you know that i have joel pearl with me don't you know Uh uh-huh what i said sure that made a big difference it didn't at all uh they actually didn't get back to me whatsoever but hey guys uh leave a thumbs up on this video donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash fightful donate a humper chat at humperchats.com that allows you to get your question or statement in even before we go on the show so for example if right after this show you want to leave a humper chat for day after dynamite just uh go send a humper chat at humperchats.com uh, note that it's for day after dynamite Leave your humper chat. Our moderators will pick it up because this week we have unmatched coverage. And I promise outside of the ad reads, the plugs will be done after this. Not, not only do we have interviews with Chad Gable, Dana Brooke, Becca, Davey Boy Smith Jr. Grapsity interviewed Ruby Soho and Keith Lee. We have a, we're doing a pilot show with Reg and Kate for the post ROH show. So if you really ROH show, yeah, on Thursday, Interesting. show up for it, tune in, give them monies. Give them all the monies. Those shows don't have sponsors yet. But this weekend on Select, we have a uh, not not just a post show with Alex and Kate. We have a preview show before as well. And then Julie Cutler joins me on Sunday. We're going to have all the notes from the scrum. Just an unreal amount of coverage. I'm really excited for it. It's going to be a long weekend. And then John Jones fights this weekend, Jimmy. Yeah, he's going to get beat too. You think so? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he hasn't. When you look back at his at his previous fights, and I realize he doesn't have to cut weight for this one, but when you look back at his yeah. previous fights, he wasn't looking that good in, in, uh, in his last I, few fights. I don't disagree with that. There there yeah. have been some times when he didn't look uh, so wonderful. Um, I bet. I mean, until I see him decidedly beaten, I cannot bet against him. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, he. If not for that asterisk, you know, because of some of the stuff that happened with him, he'd be the greatest of all time. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. And I mean, that's. No question. Uh, I think maybe GSP might be the only one that's in the GOAT conversation that doesn't have the asterisk next to him now because, you know, Anderson Silva pop and, and mm-hmm. John Jones and, you know, Fedor questionable competition along the way. But um, Sammy Zane's good buddy, George St. Pierre. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that he was there. And uh, I did love that Hawani asked him about, would you ever do WWE? Because, I mean, for a while there, when James Lynch was working with us, he was asking that to everybody. Like he was, he was getting us a lot of great content uh, doing that. So yeah, George uh, Canadians love George. I love George. And I knew as a kid, George was a big pro wrestling fan. And I knew that uh, somebody that knows him told me that, but I, I always questioned the language if that might be an issue for him. But, uh, but George is amazing. Before we get started, Sean, I want to do some show and tell. Uh Oh, so is this going to get us put on the NSFW list nope, again? No, no, like no, no, not today. No, but you're you're along okay. the right the the right path, but not today. So a few years ago, Sean came to Toronto and he came to my house, and we did a video. You can find it on YouTube about my action figure collection. I have a wrestling yeah. action figure collection right in my office that I'm in right now. And one of the sets I showed off was an old Japanese set called the Poppy Set from 1981. It's considered the oldest action figure line ever created in 1981 it precedes the wwf lgn line and it precedes the uh, awa remco line and i only had like five of the ten that they made and sean said uh do you still seek those and i said whenever i get time but they're really hard to get sure i just got two of them sean oh really so this is the dory funk jr from the poppy set right there getting these in the package is tough this is from 1981 so there's Dory Funk Jr. right there. And then the one that I just got in the mail yesterday is Harley Race. Okay. From nice. 1981. And so I thought anybody that might appreciate these, I would show them off. So now I'm still missing three 
And if anybody watching this has these, I need Mil Mascaris, Bob Backlin, and uh, Antonio Inoki in the package. So, so there you go. I've I've zeroed in on my figure collecting. And uh, guys, if you want another reason to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, I have over 60 episodes of figure haul of, of my hauls, getting figures, merchandise. I think another dozen of, of like trading card hauls as well. But I started with Jack's Bone Crunchers. I'm completely out on that now. Uh, if I could, I would sell them. But who the hell wants to buy 300 bone crunchers, right? Uh, if any of you watching want to, hit hit a dude up. I had started on WCW Toy Biz. I've got a couple, like maybe 100 of those. Kind of moved off of those. I got the first 10 series of AEW. And my plan there is I'm not selling those. I'm not collecting anymore. I'm putting, they're literally in boxes, in protectors for like 20, 25 years. And then I'll see what they're worth in about 20, 25 years. But the two things specifically I'm zeroed in on collecting now, and I'm actually going to see through are um, one, I, I want to collect things that I had when I was younger. So I, I'm rebuying those and ECW original uh, San Francisco toy makers. Oh yeah. And I, I, only, those. I only buy them in the wild. Like and if somebody sends me one, like obviously if, a friend sends me one as a gift. I'm not going to reject it, but I like to find them in the wild and toy vomit up the road from me in Lexington. Can't keep them on the shelves. Cause I go in and buy them immediately. Like I bought and I'm buying them loose and I'm buying one on card as well. And mm. uh, I was inspired to do that because they're so rare to find on card in general that I'm yep. like, okay, if I eventually sell these, somebody is going to want this on the card. Cause I bought one originally cause I thought that Taz figure and that set was like one of the coolest things I'd ever seen in my entire life. And I took it out just to have it. But that's so I, I had think. a, I had an extra Remco, uh, Marty Jannetty. Okay. So, he, he, Rem was, he was my favorite wrestler ever for like 15 years. Yeah. So I had an extra one on card. And so I decided this is like last year. I decided, you know what? I've been sitting on this extra one. Let's put it on eBay. I had no yeah. idea the value anymore. And so I put it for a price that I thought was pretty good. And yeah. some guy scooped it up in about two minutes. And I thought to myself, shit, I definitely went in too low on that. That's amazing. So on card, there's definitely a market for that stuff for sure. I'll tell you a non-figure thing that I, I picked up from our friends at Toy HQ, Toy Vomit, here in Lexington, Kentucky yesterday. And um, I, I just took in a tote of DVDs to him because I was like, I'm not going to. Am I ever going to watch Jim Cornette rookie year one? No, but I used to just buy everything I could get my hands on. But he had, I mean, technically it's bootlegged, a Blu-ray of the entire ECW on TNN series. And that's what, that specific series is what made me go, I got to wrestle at some point too. Because I, I just love that. I actually really liked sanitized ECW. I, I just, I fell in love with it. It's what I, I love to watch. And as I've started to watch these, it's the original broadcast version. So it has all the original music. It has the original live event promos. It has the original like 1-900 run for ECW commercials, mm -hmm. which are hilarious. If you guys think that I'm shamelessly promoting Fightful Select, you should see Joey Styles get on there and be like, the unreal sex scandal in WCW that I they don't that. want you to hear about. Yeah. It's amazing. But interesting. Interesting. All right, yeah. let's let's get into the news. I get the first thing I want to ask you about, just because I feel like I should, is the Sonya Deville thing. Uh do you want to yeah, do you want to uh, yeah? Because it's a serious situation and 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 in her case, given what Very. happened to her, I don't blame her one iota for sure. for so, one to carry a weapon. So what happened with that? Let me get into that. Uh, we broke this news on Fightful today. I think maybe late this... Hell, I can't remember when we... It was uh, just before 2 p.m. Sonia Deville on February 18th was arrested in New Jersey for carrying a firearm without a proper permit. So I'm going to paint the picture for you because I was able to get uh, some, some background on this. First off, there is no heat on her from WWE. Uh, WWE has been very supportive in this and the stalker situation which is why she carries in the first place is what I've been told. Because when I hear something like that, I'm like, well, there's got to be more to it. She and her fiance were celebrating their new engagement. They were in New Jersey, where I believe uh, she's from, but I think in Atlantic City. 
They had their car valeted. The valet found the gun, called the cops. Sonia was arrested. Sonia's working on getting the case thrown out. You know, easier said than done. But there were special circumstances to her getting a permit in Florida. However, that Florida permit was not uh, not active, eligible, legible, anything like that in in New Jersey. It was it didn't carry over or anything like that. So she got a firearm for the first time when she had a home invasion and a stalker, you know, tried to attack her, mm-hmm. tried to do who knows what there. But um, it, it was told to us that there wasn't any heat on her. WWE completely understands why that would be the case. And obviously she has to be safe and legal with it. But this was a situation where, uh, you know, they, they don't see it as a big deal. Uh, like they, they, It's very clear she wasn't trying to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. She's due in court for a hearing in March. I got to say, I, I understand it as well. I'm not a gun guy. We have one in the house, completely unloaded, all that stuff. For, for the event that somebody tries to break in, locked it, locked away. But um, considering what she went through, like it's hard to, you know, being a woman in general, much less a, a woman who's a celebrity, much less one that went through what she went through. I can't fathom, you know, what but she lives through on a daily basis. I agree. Yeah, I mean, especially like being a woman, I don't know if that's enough to be carrying a gun gun down the street, but definitely what happened well, to it was her, in her. It was in her glove box. It wasn't like down the street. She okay, but just, whatever. Like just having one. I don't I don't blame her one bit because I'm, I'm sure that probably scared the shit out of her. I don't blame her. And so uh, it is what it is, you know, but at least uh, she's going to be able to get it thrown out. At least WWE has no ill will about it. What more can you say? I just don't blame yeah. her one bit. Yeah, I don't blame her one bit as well. And we had somebody like we, we did have somebody mention like, oh, well, why can't you put all of your articles on Twitter like this? Well, first off, that's not how we do it. But in this situation yeah. or situations like the Brad Stutz thing where he was let go for uh, inappropriate conduct, I'm not putting that behind a paywall. Obviously, mm. that's not, that's not something we're going to do. There are some situations like the fallout of the Vince McMahon thing that we will had to have sub- subsequent details on select for. But this type of thing is the type of thing that we'll always post uh, publicly free and all that. But we got some super chats and humper chats. What's the percentage? Wood says Endeavor seems to be out. Comcast is out. Disney cutting costs. Is this sale pretty much Saudi or nothing? No, I don't think it's Saudi or nothing. Disney's cutting co- costs for what? Maybe they're cutting costs to buy something. You don't know what they're going <laughs> to do there. Comcast is out. Why? Because an anchor said so? I don't know about that. Um, I never thought that Endeavor was a real no, I didn't a real option. I, I think that you got to remember there are so many companies that either have the funds or can get the financing to you know make an acquisition like this you're only thinking of the companies that you've heard about, right? Like no one ever said Comcast was going to buy. Uh, no one ever said Endeavor was going to buy. Dizzy was going to buy. It was all pure speculation. WWE hasn't come forth and mentioned any names. So no, I don't think it's Saudi or nothing at all. I don't know how many NDAs they've signed. And I don't know how many people are looking under the hood. I know Nick Khan was in California uh, a, a few weeks ago and he was meeting with companies and stuff. So no, I don't think it's down to, to Saudi or nothing at all. I think it was just pure speculation on everybody's part. And uh, and that's it. That's all I can say about it. He bro says, did you guys like Southpaw Regional Wrestling? The first run of it, it, it was cute. But. I remember like Jericho doing commentary and there's a few things I remember. It was okay, but yeah, it, it was one of those things that was going to have a short, a short uh, shelf life, I thought. Uh, Jelly Canuck says, love you guys. Sean, you'll know uh, what out the first round means to Leaf fans. Jimmy, do the Oilers land Carlson? No, not 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 now. Maybe in the summertime. Not now. I believe that this Leafs team is is going to make a run, and it pains me okay. to say it. Pains me to say it because I'm not a Leafs fan, but uh, they're going to beat Tampa Bay in the first round. I think Boston might be a challenge for them, but they're going to beat Tampa Bay in the first round this year. We have uh, just lots of super chats, so let's talk about them. Izzy says, with NBC possibly interested in Warner Brothers in 2024. And Endeavor not looking to spend big money. Who's left for a WWE sale? Is Saudi most likely? I mean, if I were Comcast, I would kind of leverage the fact that you know we could land AEW's rights and pay them significantly less for you know a comparable amount of content 
Uh, obviously, it's not going to do the same numbers, though. Yeah. But maybe with that USA push, it could help. I mean, they can, just like WDB can leverage, these companies can leverage those against one another as well. I mean, I'm watching ECW on TNN now. That was a test run for WWE. That's what that was, to see if they wanted to buy those rights. Yeah, and, and again, like we just kind of talked about, people are just thinking about the names that they've heard speculated about. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code oldline and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code oldline and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said done there's a lot of other potential companies out there that could that could do this acquisition that you're not necessarily hearing about mm -hmm. so i don't think anything of it yet i would love to know um if at any point they're going to release because it is they are a public company so i'd like to know at any point if they're going to release more information you know how many ndas they sign whatever but yes. uh no i don't think it's down to the saudis just yet Mr. Straight Fire says, or Mr. Straight Fire says, hey, what do you think of this idea? Mania should feature a men and women's battle royal where the wins are or the winners are automatically qualified for money in the bank. Uh, I like there being stakes. However, I don't want it to be that because then like the other five, it's like how do they get in? They, yeah, how do they get in? And then I would like some stakes added though, like US title match, intercontinental title match, a women's title match, something like there's no reason they couldn't do a women's battle royal and say the winner gets a title shot on SmackDown or Raw. Like, why the hell not? Yeah, K and they could even they could even do it for a well, they don't have a women's mid title, but they could do it for a men's mid title at WrestleMania, like yes. night two of WrestleMania. You know, KE seven seven five says, "Do you think WWE will do a post Mania draft? Both rosters seem like they need a shakeup. They do need a shakeup. Um, they need some adjustment, and then they need to be a little more strict on it. Once we get." Unless you want to make the tag titles and world title a floating thing, which I'm in favor of. Uh, but 
I, I think they, they need to as well. Don't K-7. you think the brand split is kind of dead now? Because guys mm. are wrestling on both shows now. Sometimes. Sometimes they are. But there are also others that aren't on both shows. Yeah. I like, don't want the brand split to end unless unless they're going back to 2000, 2001 type of SmackDown booking. That was fun. Mm. Um, but I, again, I covered so many Seamus, Dean Ambrose, pointless matches mm. on SmackDown that they didn't reference on Monday. They acted like the Friday show did not exist whatsoever for so long. However, Triple H is in control now. <laughs> so we'll see. KE775 says, any guesses on how this Bailey, Dakota, EO, Becky, Lita, Trish plays out? Do you think Mania is a six-woman tag, or do you think Trish turns heel is rumored? Just my pitch, just my hunch. I think Trish might cost Becky and Lita the tag titles back to damage control. Damage control faces Ronda and Shayna. And then Trish and Bailey face Lita and Becky, because that match does not need a tag title on it. But I think Trish is going to go heel. Why would Trish do a run-in to help Becky and Lita win the titles? That I don't know. There's a lot about this creative, Jimmy, that I don't <laughs> know about. And uh, there there have been a lot of changes to it. That much I can tell you. It it feels to me like they're either going to do Becky Lita against Ronda Shayna, which would be interesting. And then maybe Trish Bailey. Or maybe they do a six, uh, not a six-woman tag, a triple threat with uh, sure. Becky Lita, Ronda Shayna, Damage Control, and still do... Uh, Trish Bailey, or maybe a six women tag with uh, Becky Lita Trish against all three of damage control. I, for me, it doesn't make a lot of sense for Trish to turn heel given that she did the run in. I understand that Trish did an interview and she said she'd love to turn heel again, but I think she's going heel. But let, let's talk about another WrestleMania thing Brock Lesnar, Omos. I know it's on your list. We got a few super chats about that as well, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and shill this guys at 4 p.m. Eastern. Tune into the list goes on on FightfulSelect.com. I have heard of five different pitches that were given to or about Brock Lesnar, how they were made, when they were made, why they didn't happen. And I'll tell you what I've heard internally about the rumors that Vince McMahon was associated with this. Uh, now, I can tell you guys, last week, I, I've said this publicly, Creative was told it wasn't a Vince decision. However, WrestleVotes has very good sources, so I'm not going to like debunk, quote-unquote, their booking because there's a whole lot of people that, that fear, as I reported last week and got all kinds of hell for, that there are wrestlers that fear that Vince is involved more with creative than, than is being let on. But Brock and Omos, what the hell? And then there are people that are pretending that they're excited for this, Jimmy. I was convinced last week it was a swerve. And that it was going to lead to like the Hurt Business and Lashley. Because they, after Elimination Chamber, they didn't jump right into Bray Lashley. And so I thought, okay, maybe this is going to be a Hurt Business swerve and Lashley and Brock are going to do something. But now they've gone ahead with Bray and Lashley and Omos and Brock looks to be official. I Like, like everybody's kind of suggesting, when I saw Raw on Monday, the first thing I'm thinking is this feels like Vince McMahon. Because the only person that would give a shit about seven foot three Omos and Brock Lesnar would be Vince McMahon. The last time Omos was in a program on television, it ended up with him getting beat clean as a sheet by Braun Strowman at crown jewel with a power slam. And he hasn't been in a program since on television. Yeah. Why would anybody give a shit? The, the, the only thing I can think of is that somebody thought, wouldn't that be a great visual? The F five Brock gets him up for the F five. And I'm yeah. sure WrestleMania, the crowd might pop for that. But we already saw Braun beat him. So it's just like, what? Why are people pretending that it's like, oh, Brock's going to F5 a large person? Like, that's that's the thing. Right. Jesus, he, he man. He got big like, show up. You know what I mean? We saw we saw it against a better wrestler 20 years ago. Why? Oh, well, he's older now. Yeah. Come oh, he can on. still he can still do it. I'm sure. I know he can do it. But uh, uh, what's the percentage? Wood said, "Well, Sean Vince booked Brock and Omos. This is the beginning of the end. I don't know that for certain. I don't know that for certain he did that. Um, I can tell you, Brock wasn't opposed to it. 4 p.m. Eastern, FightfulSelect.com. <laughs> Subscribe. Come on, it's the first of the month. 
even though we got that anniversary billing on, we still have a bunch of fall offs there. So I got to give you something juicy. And I got something, I got lots of something juicies for you at 4 p.m. Eastern. It's just like, hey, listen, if you are legit excited for this match, whatever. It's subjective yeah. entertainment. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. But like I, I posted on Twitter, they've had Omos wrestle one time in three months. Yep. And I had people saying, well, that's how you make him an attraction. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here with that make him an attraction thing. You know how you make him an attraction? You he First off, he's got to be good. Mm. Got to be really good. Is he? He's a very smart guy. He's a very athletic guy. And he's a very nice guy. But in the ring, he is what he is. And Not everybody's meant to do it, man. Not everybody's meant I to know, do it. And, and I, I'm trying to imagine his offense. What the hell is his offense? What does he do? Like, like Brock is... Brock is might be the most underrated elite worker ever. I mean, the guy's fucking good. He's he's great at selling. He's great at listening to the crowd. I love how when the crowd says one more, Brock will just call an audible and do one more. You know what I mean? Sure. He's really good. I I just what's Omas's offense? What's he gonna do? Is he just gonna punch him to death? Like I just don't. Uh, I don't. I don't care to see it. The, the only the only way that this will be at all interesting to me is if Brock goes out, the bell rings, Brock beats the shit out of him for three minutes, F five pin. Because yeah. otherwise, I don't need to see Brock sell for him, man. I don't. I'm just not interested in that. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you there. Um, there's so it's just like why are we pretending like all of a sudden because Omos is tall that like right. that's that's an attraction? And right. I had I I had somebody that had the balls, Jimmy, to say to me, "Well, who could they have booked him against these last few months that are credible?" It's fake. It ain't real. I had people bringing up weight classes and all this shit. And I'm like, all right, guys, I watched Giant Silva and Hong Man Toy and <laughs> Stefan Struve and Sammy Schilt get their asses whipped by more athletic, better people. It's 2023. Tall guy good is not like, that's not, that's not a thing for anybody with a brain anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they could have gone in so many directions, man. Obviously, they had teased Gunther, but Jimmy, even like even even Montez Ford. What if Brock's in the ring and Montez Ford comes out and challenges him? I'd find that interesting. Jimmy, I would say that Bart Gunn and Sean O'Hare looked like what most you know most of these people would say are wrestlers, right? They got knocked the fuck out by Butterbean, like Butterbean. And you know who Butterbean got beat up by in like 20 seconds? A 150-pound Japanese guy who danced and wore a rocket to the ring. Like, that's who he got his ass whipped by. So I, this tall guy, good, big guy, gotta beat little guy. Come on. Like, Braun Strowman, I get it. Like, they had him flipping over stuff and... yeah. He had sold me at that point. I just, I just don't get it, man. Yeah, I'm not feeling it either. I'm not feeling it either. It's, it's, it's unfortunate because Brock, Brock can really go. He's really underrated he for his, his ability as a worker when he wants to. When he wants to, yeah. And Omas, I just, I'm not, I don't. I guess we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll check out. List goes on after this and see what you got to say about the behind the scenes there. Um, do you want to do more super chats before we get to Omega? Uh, no. What I want to do is tell people that if they want to watch this UFC pay-per-view this weekend and pay about one-sixth the price, they can go to nordvpn.com slash Fightful. You get four additional months free. You get a great deal. And not only that, you're paying 80 bucks for that pay-per-view to watch John Jones come back. I wouldn't do that if I were you. What I would do is use an overseas service with nordvpn.com slash Fightful, fastest VPN in the world, works on all your devices, and you pay about one-sixth of the price. So that remaining price that you would have paid is going to completely cover your subscription and then some. Oh, and you can do other things like uh, AEW Plus and you get the old WWE Network interface back. You unlock a whole lot of options. It's like a cheat code for your computer, your phone, your router, everything. You get that online threat protection as well. And you browse safely and securely when you're on the road. Over the next few months, I've got uh, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, LA, Toronto, maybe London in the summer. I want to browse safely and securely with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. And when I'm overseas, I want the ability to check out my own shows that I want to watch. nordvpn.com slash Fightful makes that happen. 
and they have a bunch of great tiers for you to choose from. NordVPN.com slash a fightful. Mr. CJ Lilly said, hi guys, with the rumored unrest about Triple H wanting a smaller card for both nights, he books Lesnar Omos. You can understand why they might be upset. I haven't heard anything about that rumor being real or about any like unrest in that sense. Now, even before Triple H took over, there were two nights of WrestleMania and there were 16 matches that ended up happening on there. So I, I would be shocked if we didn't end up having, you know, 15, 16 matches. Now, granted, Stone Cold and Kevin Owens and McAfee and, and McMahon weren't like advertised, promoted, you know, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. There was a six-man tag that was like two minutes long, but I think they should pace these shows a little bit more, uh, a little bit more appropriately. I think Hunter, the the working Hunter, wants to give everybody the uh, the payday. Yeah, probably. And, and I'm I surprised think Battle I, Royal at the start of it uh, on on the pre-show or the first exactly. match is a great way to do it. Men's one night, women's another. I 100 agree. I can't believe they didn't do it last year. And yeah. uh, maybe under, under Hunter, they will. Because everybody, mania is what everybody wants to do. That's that's what they look forward to all year long. Yeah. You know? We have a bunch of Super Chats again. G-Bro says, it's still real to me, damn it. Throws battery. <laughs> uh, William says, there's a chance that Brock asked for Vince to be involved in creative uh, since Brock would have some say in who he faces in their relationship. Yes. I mean, I can tell you that when Brock did that, the walkout where he came back by the end of the show, that was in relation to to Vince, Vince not being there. And then he was told, hey, listen, the fella can't be around. <laughs> King of the North asks if McDavid gets to 150 points this year, Jimmy. Well, he surpassed 100 in, I think it was like 60 games. So uh, he's got a shot. You know, you know who Connor McDavid is, right? Mm -hmm. He's the best player of, of his generation. Uh, I think he got to uh, uh, the point total, career point total that he's at like third highest in league history, which is nuts. So uh, if anybody can get to 150 this year, it would be Connor McDavid. We'll see. What do we think of Bray Wyatt and Lashley, Jimmy? Um, whatever's That's been on going on with Lashley has not captivated me. Let's go ahead and talk about it. So John Alba on Twitter uh, last night, he used the term Bray Wyatt fatigue. And <laughs> yeah. I, I feel the same way. And, and I want to like Bray Wyatt because I respect Bray Same. Wyatt and I respect his creativity and I want to like him. He has been there for months. Nothing significant has happened. He's had one match on television that happened in blacklight with a soft drink logo on the canvas. We have not been told who the hell Uncle Howdy is supposed to be. Uh, they're not telling us anything. I don't give a shit at this point about the Me whole either. Bray Wyatt shtick. And the thing is, is they try to make like, oh, he's really scary and he's really eerie because they'll do a funny video, but then he'll get serious for a second. That's all fine and good. But then, like I said, then he's wrestling in blacklight with a soft drink logo on. The he's camera. an asshole right now. He's just an annoying asshole. Yeah. Bobby Lashley. Just... I, I like how Bobby Lash is playing it off. He's like, I'm going to beat you up because you talked about me and I'm sick of you trying to pull this bullshit. Bobby Lashley shouldn't be scared. He should be annoyed by this. Right. It's like these were he was brought in with these great viral campaigns and all that. Like, yes. But also when you have him on the show every week, like, well, there's going to be some fatigue there. It's just, I want to see this unlocked creativity that I know that Bray Wyatt and Rob Fee have, um, who is the director of long-term creative. It's just like, add some substance to this. Give me some reason. Like, I, I literally would much rather see Bray feuding with Bo Dallas right now because there's history there. Give me somebody that has a reason to dislike him. Why isn't he feuding with Braun or something like that? Like, I'm not saying that would have been be fantastic, but mm -hmm. I would love to see him try to get Braun to come back to him. Like something like that. Just anything that makes sense that you can play off of. I just, I just don't get it. I don't even know what Bray's objective is. They haven't told us anything. The, the The only thing I'm holding out hope for, and I know this is a stretch, but the only thing I'm holding out hope for is that Howdy gets involved and so Lashley gets uh, uh, Cedric and Shelton as yes. backup. And then maybe at Mania, uh, Bray unveils the next member of the supposed Wyatt Six because he would be outnumbered yeah. three on two if it's him and Uncle Howdy and Lashley and Cedric and Shelton. So maybe he unveils the, the, the next member of the Wyatt Six. I want to see something... 
to move forward with this thing. Otherwise, I don't care, man. And and it's unfortunate because when he came back, it was amazing. The reaction that he got for his return, and they've done jack shit since. Nothing. And, uh, I, no. I, I love the idea of him feuding with LA Knight, but I mean, they stretched yeah. it out so long. Yeah, yeah. And now LA Knight is uh, is losing to Kofi because Xavier's playing the, the truck. What a, it's just, Hunter has not been perfect. Oh, no. I mean, he, he hasn't. Loves he loves stupid ass finishes. He does. He loves the stupid ass finishes. Distraction finishes all the time. Yeah. DJ Cass says Cody Gable was awesome Monday, not to mention Rollins versus Chad Gable. So good. Yeah. Cody and Gable had special chemistry. Very, very special chemistry. That was a must watch match. I think by the end of the year, it'll be top five Raw matches of the year. Chad Gable's elite. And I've said yeah. this before. I, I really believe if Chad Gable was 6'1", we'd be sitting here right now. We're talking about him as a multi-time world champion. I, I believe that. And I, I think yeah. that Vincent never get past him being five, seven. That's what I think. Ian Hunter says, anytime someone says a small guy can't beat a big guy, all I think is Hoist Gracie in the first couple of UFC events or the Super Hulk tournament that Dream did where a bunch of smaller guys beat up a bunch of bigger guys. There's Ikushi Minowa who made a career out of beating people up uh, bigger, bigger than him. John Wick GM says, would Carmelo be better in Theory's position? Um, I don't know about better. I think Theory's doing pretty good. Um, it, it all depends on how you're booked. Cause if they bring Carmelo in and he's booked terribly, then no, I think the well, only problem is, is people feel like theories being shoved down their throats, much like Roman was when he came in. Like, I think people look at theory as the corporate choice. And when he has his big matches with say edge or whoever, he always needs outside interference to win. I think this is kind of part of the problem with theory. Like, what do you think? It's like they, they give Theory Seth Rollins, he won, but he needed help. They give Theory Edge, he won, but he needed help. So it's like the big matches that he's had, he doesn't win them clean. Plus, people look at him like the corporate choice. And so that's why I don't think the crowd's really taken to him. What's the percentage? Wood says, Cameron says Naomi is recovering from shoulder surgery. Could that be a reason she hasn't returned to WWE yet? I, I've not confirmed that. I don't think that Cameron would lie about that. But yeah, that could absolutely be a reason. That could for sure be a reason. Aheb says, in your guys' opinion, who's an underrated wrestler no one talks about? For example, mine is Too Cold Scorpio. Keep up the great work and content. Well, Too Cold Scorpio is also mine because he was my favorite wrestler for a very long time. He's talking all um, time, I guess. One of one of mine all time. But yeah, uh, I would. I got one for you. Paul Burchill was way better than a lot of people ever realized because he he had the pirate gimmick. He was very committed. But today, if you put Paul Burchill down today in pro wrestling and he was like 25 to 35 he would get and he's only 43 now but he was 6'4 250 and could do the spanish fly standing or top rope uh he could he could do anything he's so he was so good like and unfortunately we didn't really get a lot of him yeah no i don't, I don't have anything to add to that i don't have anything <laughs> to add no i i agree with your choices i all sure. time, it's hard for me to, to to pick one. You know, like, if you go currently, I'm going to go back to Gable because I think Gable's amazing. Of course. Uh, Joker says, last I heard, Santana and Ortiz had a fallout. Any update on them or his injury? I haven't heard. I hope they're better. Um, Santana's contract was supposed to expire, like, towards the fall, late, late of the year, I think. There might have been an option, but... I would imagine, considering what AEW has done in the past, they are paying him through his injury, and they're going to extend him due to his injury. Uh, so he'll probably, probably have a few months left on his deal whenever he comes back. We got Anime Otaku says, what's the uh, status of ATT and AEW? Their story was miserable, but I think Paige Van Zandt could be good given a shot. Even before her first match, I was told by people that worked with her that she still had a long way to go. American Top Team was a situation where they really liked Dan Lambert and the reactions he was getting, but he was like, hey, I think I need some time off from this. I think maybe we circle back to this later. So that's what happened there. That was Lambert's decision. That's what I was heard. It? Yeah, that's interesting, what I heard. Interesting. What I heard. His, his promos to me were channel changing. There you go. They liked him in AEW. Mm. <laughs> Although I did. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, Ethan Page got his Twitter hacked? Vaguely, yeah. Did you see that? And they were putting some really aberrant shit out there. And uh, I did an interview with Ethan Page almost totally about it getting hacked. And I was like, man, I saw those tweets. And I was like, he's hanging out with Dan Lambert way too much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's how I felt seeing those. Uh, KE775 says, if you had to guess on NXT call-ups, 
would you say we probably see them on Raw SmackDown after Mania and hopefully make them more meaningful again? I would say maybe you get a couple that week. I, I'm, I'm trying to find this out and trying to ask, but I would hope that they try to make the Raw and SmackDown after Mania both special again. Like, make that whole week special, even five or six days after Mania. Is there any truth to the rumor that they planted fans to boob Ron Breaker? Ah, uh, that I don't know, but I don't think be you stupid. gotta plant them. It's very no, stupid. No, but why would you do that? I just don't understand. It's stupid. Just go with the reaction that you get. Yeah. yeah. Mr. CJ Lilly says, what do you think about the Asuka Kana booking? If it ends up like Dark Alexa where Bianca no-sells it, just as weird and if Bianca beats her, I can see those super Bianca Cena vibes growing. Well, here's my response to the, the super Cena stuff. Bianca is a fucking superhero. Look <laughs> at her. She is that. I believe every single thing that she does. And she has had match of the year contenders at back-to-back WrestleManias. I'm sorry. Listen, I love John Cena. I don't remember Cena ever doing that. I don't remember ever looking back at a Cena match at Mania and going, match of the year contender. But I can think of that twice with Bianca back-to-back. And now she's in there with Asuka. I love the way Bianca handled Asuka on Monday. She goes, I don't know what the hell you just said, but if it was anything other than we're going to tear it down at WrestleMania, you're about to get your ass beat. I love that. She shouldn't be afraid of it. She shouldn't be afraid of anybody. She's been the world champion for a year. She should be intrigued by the challenge and say, I've never faced anybody like this before, obviously. Um, I think Alexa and Kana as Asuka could have a good team in the future too. But I don't know what the hell is uh, up with uh, with Alexa right now. So uh, there has been speculation. So the one Bray Wyatt thing where they showed hands playing with Undertaker toys, people are suggesting those were Alexa's hands. Did you see that? Oh, God. No, I didn't. Yeah, I so didn't you, see that at all. Yeah, so they, they showed two hands playing with Undertaker action figures and they looked like they were girls' hands. And so people are saying, oh, that's Alexa. Who knows? Well, Mr. CJ Lilly says weekly Alexa chat still don't think she's on the show, but all the references to her in the Firefly Funhouse uh, on Friday, her uh, Jack in the Box, her playing with the Undertakers uh, gives me hope. Any news yet? No news yet, but I can tell you one thing, and I respect this about Alexa. Uh, there have been times when she's like, if you don't have anything for me, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> like, I respect that an awful lot about her to where she's like, Get something worth my time. And uh, I don't know what the plan is as of yet. Obviously, it's something that uh, I, now that you mention it, it makes a lot of sense. Now that I think back to the the small hands and all that stuff, but maybe Bray's just got Trump hands. You never know. <laughs> Patrick Short says, hey, Sean, how would you feel if Sting and Darby are the Jokers tonight in the Battle Royal? Uh, so I'll parlay this into Paul Reed saying, what are the chances of FDR being the Jokers? I would love it if either one of those were the Jokers, Jimmy, because I would love a Sting-Darby-Allen tag team title run, actually. Sting and Darby Allen are undefeated as a team. Sting has said this is his last year. And also, I would love it if Sting was Joker-Sting tonight as the Joker. Give it to me. It's interesting. And I think I mean, the FDR thing is possible. The way that I put it to people is I know they were going to take some time off. Um, but they were at the Lexington show that I was at. Like we were, at, I mean, they, they took pictures with our fightful awards there and they were going to be there even before the Mark Briscoe thing was, was a possibility. So that leads me to believe maybe they were talking some Turkey there. I would take Sting and Darby as champions over the guns. Yeah. You I know, I, I would think Sting and Darby can be complete. I think there's a fun tour to end Sting's career in a tag team. And he told our friend, uh, Seahawk that, He's not working singles matches. You know what? Him in as the Joker playing the Joker character makes a lot of sense. I want to get your thoughts on this regarding FTR. Since somebody mentioned, mentioned FTR, I want your thoughts on this. So not only did they take home Fightful Awards uh, for 2022, but they won some Wrestling Observer Awards, including Feud of the Year with the Briscoes. The AEW yeah. Twitter account congratulated the Briscoes for that and made no mention of FTR. And Dax Harwood posted, tell me April's around the corner without telling me April's around the corner. What are your thoughts on that? I think that it's all very calculated. That's what I think. 
I think that it's all very calculated, and I think that Dax is very good at riling people up too. Dax. Why? Is very, why very would good the Twitter not mention them at all? Didn't mention them at all. To rile people up too. I think Judge Jeff Jones runs their Twitter for the love of God. He's a worker too. Like okay. they, they know what they're doing. All right, they know what they're doing. They always know what they're doing. What's the percentage? Wood says I can't be the only one who heard Eric Young's fire voice in the Firefly Funhouse last week. Man, he is a guy that I am very excited for WWE to get back because Triple H looks at him and sees the value in that. I draw parallels to him and Shane Helms, Jimmy. They have worked comedy, serious, cruiserweight, heavyweight, singles, tag, trios, main event, lower card, mid card. They've managed people. They've led stables. They've done everything. They can cut promos. They know what they're doing. They know how to sell merch. You want people in your locker room that know how to do a little bit of everything. That's one of the reasons why I was like, we got to get Shane Helms on Fightful back when we did. There weren't a lot of things. He, he booked indies for the love of God. There weren't a lot of things that I could go to him and he wouldn't have some insight on. And I think Eric Young is a lot like that too. You know how Nikki's been saying that she doesn't have any friends. Yes. Uh, and now she's following Candace around on television. But do you think that could be a suggestion about a insanity reunion? Yes, I do. Uh, there was a bit of a sanity reunion at uh, Progress. You had Axel Tischer, Alexander Wolf, and Killian Dane. Uh, reunite as well interesting uh, tk interesting. says in your guys opinion why do you think vince is in a rush to sell wwe it's breaking records every pay-per-view record high revenue i don't know why i see that they need to sell now okay well he's not getting any younger he was forced out of the company and that's it <laughs> that's it he feels like he can make money well what good's all that money if if you're not here to use it you right? can't take it with you can't take it with you yeah i mean it who I guess we're going to have to see how the next few months go. If they don't sell, then people are going to look at this like he just used that as an excuse to get back in. Of course, and plenty of people so, do. Plenty yeah. of people do. So we got to see how the next few months play out. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, we got What's the Percentage Wood saying, I love Triple H, but he's not perfect. People need to stop saying Vince is back instead of just admitting Triple H booked crap that week. I agree. Triple H is not perfect. Do I give him the benefit of the doubt more? Yes, absolutely. We're not getting the same old matches every single week, and I appreciate that. Because I don't know that we get Cody versus Gable a year ago. And if we did, we'd get it four or five straight times to the point to where we'd never want to see it again. And maybe two minutes. And maybe two minutes. So, yeah. yes, Triple H is not perfect. But still, do I enjoy these shows on a weekly basis more? Yes. Uh, Renji says any news on juice Robinson, he worked impact, got signed to AEW and, uh, just kind of disappeared after final battle. Well, he didn't really disappear after final battle. If you watch the other shows, he's popped up on, on those plenty. I mean, he did the Jay Briscoe tribute show. He worked rampage against Darby Allen. He did a dark show after final battle. He did a few of them cause he worked Jake Christ. Uh, he worked, Fuego as well. And I know that he did the, the tapings against Leon Ruff this past week. So he's around. He's still around doing his thing. Josh Cardenas. Oh, actually, uh, this kind of leads to uh, one of our, our final topics of the day. But you know what? We, we got so many super chats, Jimmy. It's, it's like we need more time, but we, we don't have it. Sometimes you got to shave some of that time off. And if you want to shave anything off, and be safe about it. You want manscaped.com and the code Fightful. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and you use that code Fightful. I just got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. I've had people saying, it looks a lot neater. looks a Good lot neater. It's got that Beard Hedger with the guard on it. That way it protects you. It's got a beard comb. It's got beard balm, beard oil, beard conditioner, a travel bag an AC adapter, a USB cable, and here's my favorite thing, the beard brush. That way it straightens you out. You're not looking all scraggly and stuff like that. You got beard scissors. That way you can take care of those stray hairs. Manscaped.com isn't just for your pubes, although it is. It's for everything in the bathroom. We're talking all your man care 
situations. 20% off free shipping with the code FIFL. They've got nose hair trimmers. They've got body wash, shampoo, conditioner, all kinds of stuff. They even got boxers. Anything you're doing in the bathroom, they got you covered as far as grooming goes. Manscaped.com and the code FIFL. Truly love this. It is the best beard trimmer that I have ever used in my entire life. Really enjoy it. And again, I love their beard brush. It's uh, a lot more gentle on me than some of them that I bought at like Walmart or Target that feel like I'm taking a Brillo pad to my face. This stuff is a lot better. I'm glad you added uh, for everything in the bathroom for grooming purposes because I was waiting for you to tell me about like the Manscaped ass wipes or something too, you know? I, I use wet wipes. I wouldn't doubt that they're going to start doing wet wipes eventually. <laughs> I bet you they will. Jonathan Corona says, any news on Jay White or Nick Aldis? And Ryan says, any per- any updates on Jay White? What percentage would you have him going to WWE? Well, he's done with New Japan now. Um, I would put it at 60-70%. I think that him and WWE would be a huge shot in the arm. You've got immediate programs with Cody Rhodes, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, playing off of that history. Um, I would say about 70%. Any news on Nick Aldis? I don't have any as of yet. I'm surprised he hasn't been picked up yet. I would, if I were WWE... I would sign Nick Aldis and say, please come help us in NXT because he's 35 years old. He is still in his physical prime, but he was thrust into the limelight before a lot of people thought he was ready. And I think that that experience is invaluable to share, especially somebody who they're not going to look at and say, oh, well, he's this 50 year old guy. He's over the hill. Nope. He's still in the prime of his career right now. Look at him. He looks like a million bucks. And I think he would force their hand and they would bring him up to NXT. You think Jay White would be a Raw after Mania debut? Or do you think maybe they throw him into the finish of Thin Edge? Because they've done Thin Edge so many times now. I'll tell you exactly how I would do it. I would um, have Austin Theory lose the United States title to John Cena night one. And then night two or Raw or SmackDown after Mania, I would have John Cena do the U.S. title open challenge. And I would have Switchblade Jay White absolutely crush John Cena. What would that do for Theory? What would that do for Theory losing to Cena? Theory's got a lot, a lot of time to do a lot of things for Theory. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, We'll see. But we got the Kenny Omega stuff. We got DeShire. Yeah. Do we got time for our main event here? We do. There's five, six, six, seven minutes left in the show. DeShire's, I mean, that's plenty for a topic. DeShire says, I think Kenny Lee's it's his last chance to go to WWE and make a lot of money considering he's 39. And Josh Cardenas says, I strongly believe Elite Lee's for WWE. AEW would really? never recover. It would be a mediocre no. company from there on out. Well, Jimmy, I don't agree. I think that if they left, that does take the heart of AEW. If you got Cody, Young Bucks, and Kenny, you got Hangman still, but the heart of AEW is largely gone. But I don't think they're going to leave. I mean, I don't know what WWE can, will, would offer these days, but I can tell you AEW did offer significantly more back when AEW was starting. Yeah. I mean, let me say this. So I, first off, right out of the shoot, I don't think Kenny Omega is leaving. I'll say that right out of the shoot. I'd be surprised. Now, I also said I didn't think Cody Rhodes was going to leave. Uh, because he was one of the founding fathers of the company. So I didn't think he was going to leave, and he did. And so you, you say never say never. There was only one thing that Kenny Omega said recently on Renee Paquette's podcast that does have me question uh, whether there might be a chance. So he was on Renee's podcast recently, and here's a quote from that podcast. He said, I feel like whatever I can contribute to wrestling, I want to be able to help people in the next generation realize their potential as quick as possible or quicker than I was able to. He talked about how the first thing that comes to his mind isn't a title or some kind of accolade anymore. You know, he feels like he's kind of done it all. And so he talked about how now he would really like to contribute to helping the next generation. That made me think about Kota Ibushi's interview recently where he said that he would consider working for WWE if he could train in the PC and Omega and Ibushi are tight. And so I thought, okay, maybe they both have the same mentality where they want to train the next generation. That was the only thing that kind of had me thinking maybe there's a chance, but I still feel like Omega is going to stay with AEW because he's a founding father because of his connection to the young bucks and because of his love of Japan and his desire to keep wrestling for new Japan, which I don't know if WWE would be cool with on an ongoing basis. So for those reasons, I don't think he'll leave, but you never say never. Like, what do you think? 
I think anything is possible. Um, WWE and Triple H had negotiated with him before. The Young Bucks straight up told me at one point they thought they were going there. Now, that's before they started AEW. And you never know sentimentally how th- things feel for people. I mean, along the way here at Fightful, I had offers that were were better, better financially. And I was like, no, I, th- I think I like what I'm doing, where I'm doing and what we're creating. Look what that did for me. It was it was categorically uh, the best decision to stay with Fightful. Kenny Omega might look at this and be like, I created something very special. I made something that did change wrestling. And even though Cody went back, I don't want to do that. I want to see this through. Or maybe in his mind, he's like, I want to work WrestleMania. I've got to work WrestleMania at least once. Maybe. Um, I think that if anybody has leverage to sign a shorter term deal, it's a guy like Kenny. Um, Again, I always say this. If you are a Triple H, a Tony Khan, or any of these people, you want footage of these people, period. You want to add them to your library. You want to add them like being there. And Triple H is a lot more open to things like that than than this. But, I mean, he kind of laughed off the the rumors because, like, until the end of the year, it's not even a possibility. Not even a possibility. We had reported on Fightful Select that Tony Khan was openly – discussing the fact that he could add injury time. And it seems like that's what happened. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I want to do one more thing here before the podcast wraps up. And this is kind of along the lines of this topic. I want to play a little game, Sean. And the game I want to play with you is give me three AEW names that you think would be a better fit in WWE and three WWE names that you think would be a better fit in AEW. You do that. And I've got a list too. Malachi Black. Buddy Matthews, Andrade, without a doubt, would be better really? off in WWE now under Triple H. I think they they fully would. Um, like the, I look at those three and I'm like, yeah, I, I think that they would work out a whole lot better there. Uh, today in WWE that, that would go over to AEW. Mm. Yeah, better. Like they'd be a better fitter. They'd have a better opportunity than what they're currently doing. Than what they're currently doing. Ooh, that's tough. Um, well, I would probably say the OC, honestly. Really? Um, yeah, I, I think because I don't know what the, their direction would necessarily be. I think there is a lot of like trio stuff that could have been played off of. I think if ha- if you have the the OC in AEW, Boy, then you're talking about the elite. You're talking about the House of Black. You're talking about the OC. You got all these people. I think that FTR and Mark Briscoe should be a trios in the future. I think there's an awful lot uh, there that could work. Um, I saw somebody saying Jonah. I don't think Jonah is better off. Would be better off in AEW. I think that Jonah is going to be very, very good. Now that they're finally, yeah, they're finally getting them going. For yeah. me, the for me, the AEW names. Given that you know the WWE machine versus AEW, Jade Cargill for sure. Jade Cargill there you would go. be that's, that's be a, a good one. Much bigger star in WWE. Wardlow, I think Hunter would salivate over a guy like Wardlow and Miro. And I was going to suggest yeah. even MJF, but MJF's doing well where he is. Although oh, yeah, I would right. even suggest MJF. Yeah, but, he's doing well financially too. No, he is, but I but the WWE machine like is a whole other level if they get behind you. But I I'm gonna say Jade Wardlow and Miro, and then WWE names. The first one for me is Shinsuke Nakamura. Because yeah, that's a, that's a very good one. He's doing nothing, and 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 I think AEW would make better use of him. Mustafa Ali, I think character wise, he's dead, uh, dead in the water on WWE television. And then the last one I'm gonna say is Chad Gable, just because. Chad Gable is so fucking good. I put him over all the time. Unfortunately, now I think that the WWE television viewer looks at Chad Gable as jobber to the stars. I think that's how they look at him. I don't think they're ever going to believe that he's going to win a match. And he's so damn good. I think in AEW, he's at least TNT champion. I think. And so those are my three going both ways. I think all three would benefit from a move to the other side. Well, we're going to move to the other side. A Fightful. We're heading to FightfulSelect.com. I actually love that that exercise that we do because a lot of people ask that in our Q&A, which, by the way, we do every week on FightfulSelect.com. But it's not just my Q&A. Every other week we have a Grapsity one as well. If you guys are not subscribing to FightfulSelect.com, you're missing out. Uh, we've really stepped up our AEW news over there as well. 
Check it out. I'm going to go through all the Brock pitches that I heard, how long I heard they lasted, uh, what happened with them, which ones that he personally nixed. There are some that have not been reported, ones that he was in favor of, and the Vince connection, FightfulSelect.com. J-Love says, if Brock's good with Omos, what's the hate? My friend, I don't have to like everything that Brock Lesnar likes. I can think that it's a shitty idea no matter who it comes from. But I'll tell you what a good idea is. FightfulSelect.com, we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.